Okay, so I was watching uh, an apology video from Susan Yara. She's a, well, it's complicated. She's on YouTube and, <laughs> look, starting off, well, it's complicated. Anyway, she's on YouTube and she, excuse the noise in the background, I'm playing in my room. Anyway, she's on YouTube and she actually does commentary on people who are doing their skincare routines and she does all the different skincare procedures, I don't even know what to call them, uh, treatments. Like she'll go get massages, she'll go get her hair done, her nails done. She's like a beauty guru or something on YouTube. And she actually just apologized because she was promoting this brand for a while. And she just announced that she's part owner of the brand and people were upset with her for her lack of transparency, especially since she was promoting things in the brands like eye cream, which she's been saying eye cream really isn't even worth using. And now she's selling it. So people really didn't like that. So she apologized for that. Um, the way that I feel about it is this. First off, People are upset with her because they feel manipulated by her. And I'm going to take it back because at first I would see videos with her and dermatologists and it would say an esthetician and a dermatologist, right? Then I noticed this. She did a review for Dr. Pimple Popper. This is when it changed. She did a review for Dr. Pimple Popper and she said, some things about Dr. Pimple Popper. Now, I don't know her real name, but the show is Dr. Pimple Popper, so that's what I'm going to call her. The doctor from the show, Dr. Pimple Popper. Now, that's not her real name, but that is her show, so Google her if you don't know who I'm talking about. She said some things about her skincare routine. She was critical of it. And people in the comments, and rightfully so, were saying, well, I don't think that it makes sense for an esthetician to really criticize a doctor's skincare routine. Then I noticed a few weeks later, she started, she put, she posted a video saying that, you know, people were wrong for, for criticizing her for being a journalist. And I'm thinking, you're a journalist? I didn't know that. Now, I'm not saying she never said she was a journalist before, but I'm saying that she had marketed herself as an esthetician at least in her recent videos, because she's been on YouTube for a while. So I can't say she's never said she was a journalist, but what I'm saying is in the comments of the Dr. Pimple Popper video on Mixed Makeup YouTube channel, she had been saying things about Dr. Pimple Popper, and you can look at the at the comments, and people were saying things like, oh, Susan, graduated from YouTube University, or you know, funny condescending jokes like that. And they were saying, oh, Susan criticizing Dr. Pimple Popper and she's an esthetician. Nobody said anything about journalists. So if she were a journalist and she had said that, I feel like someone would have mentioned in the comments that she's a journalist, one of her longtime subscribers. That's usually how it is. When you leave out information, the fan base will stand up for whoever they're standing for and, you know, exp give a, give an explanation 
So no one did that. Now, a few weeks later, she says that she's a journalist and she used to work for Bronx 12 News. And I'm from the Bronx. I've never seen her on Bronx 12. I'm not saying she wasn't there. I Look, I didn't always watch the news. I really don't watch the news much now. But I, that channel is something that I I did watch on and off. So I don't. I just don't recall ever seeing her. But that doesn't mean that she wasn't there. She says she was there and that she did a lot of beauty news type stuff. And honestly, I could have walked out the room when they were talking about that because I usually don't care about hearing about beauty and cosmetics on the news. It's usually the things they say doesn't make any sense. I remember that year they were doing some black woman's hair and her hair looked beautiful and then they ruined it. And, you know, they don't usually know what they're talking about when it comes to beauty hacks on the news, to me, in my opinion. So, that's probably true. I don't think she's so crazy she lied about something like that. hope not. Anyway, what, but what isn't fully true is that people weren't criticizing her about being a journalist. They are criticizing her primarily over being what she presented herself as, which was an esthetician who was criticizing a dermatologist's skincare routine, a board-certified dermatologist who's very successful. She has her own television show talking about skincare and how she treats these different ailments and things. So who are you? someone who's an esthetician, people go to school for six months for that, roughly, and you're criticizing someone who went to school for 10 years and has a a medical doctorate, it's something very difficult to get, and, you know, to stay current with all of your licenses and certifications in healthcare as a doctor isn't necessarily that easy either, so people felt like it wasn't really her place to disagree with a doctor when she herself is not one. Then she said she was a journalist, and, you know, for me, that's what I started thinking, hmm, that's a bit strange. But, you know, whatever. Then I noticed that she actually was saying some things like, you know, promoting this brand and saying how cheap and great it was. And she announced that it was her brand. Now, I really didn't care. In the comments, someone said, you know, a lot of people at first were happy. But I read one comment saying, well, isn't it illegal to promote a brand and not tell people that it's yours? Now, I don't know anything about that. But I, I thought, oh, no big deal. But people, you know, started saying it more and more. So Susan Yarrett sent up an apology video. Now, my thing is this. She said that she didn't want her brand to be an influencer brand. And to me, that's kind of snobby. I feel like she doesn't want to be perceived as an influencer. The same way she doesn't want to be perceived as an esthetician anymore. Because I haven't read anywhere where she says that. Instead, she wants to be perceived as a serious journalist and a businesswoman. And, you know, I, I don't really like that because it comes across as a bit elitist and really snobby so it's a little annoying but you know whatever 
my way of looking at it, though, overall, she kept saying she made some mistakes. Now, I wrote a comment, and I said, it's not a mistake. If it was calculated and thought about it, it's not a mistake. It's a decision that you made, and it was a bad decision, and not one that you should make again. And I don't believe that she will. And I compared it to being caught lying on your resume. You know, everybody says they're proficient in Excel, but if you get a job, you actually have to do Excel. If you don't know the first thing about Excel, I mean, is it the end of the world? I don't think. I don't think you'd necessarily get fired for that. You might, but even if you get to keep your job, you're just gonna lose a little credibility. People can bring it up whenever they want. And on on the internet, people are always going to bring up what you've done wrong. So, you know, all these beauty influencers, they all say they're sorry and then their fans forgive them. I don't think this will impact your business in any way. And I don't think that people should think that (laughs) an influencer's skincare line is any less serious than any other skincare line. I think in general, when people start businesses, they're serious about what what they're doing, Um, whether it's a small business or a big business or an influencer business or, you know, who isn't serious about making money, you know, but influencer still doesn't sound very good. Um, To a certain segment of the population, it sounds low-brow, it sounds less intelligent, it sounds like it isn't anything special, but influencers make a lot of money, and it's becoming pretty mainstream, the younger generation prefers influencers to mainstream, like, actors and singers who don't have a social media following, um, can you still get to be on TV without having a social media platform first? I mean, I think you can, but it's kind of getting harder. You kind of have to have that now. So I don't think that anyone should really look down upon being an influencer. I feel like they're less serious if they're an influencer. Or they'll be perceived as not having a serious brand if it's an influencer brand. Um, I think had she had valued her brand a little bit more and been appreciative of it instead of trying to hide the fact that she was a businesswoman and an influencer. I think if she would have just embraced it and not been so snobby and elitist, she would have, you know, made a lot more money and had a lot more success because you can find out everything on the internet. So there's really no point in keeping secrets for the sake of being taken seriously, for the sake of looking better. That's not how things are really done anymore, so it's no real point in it. It's kind of a waste of time. So if you're going to be on the internet, you might as well just be honest and be yourself. And if people get upset about what you've done, you can apologize about it, but at the end of the day, people will forget anyway, so... You just say what you have to say and move on from it. But when people call you out for being a liar, just in general, 
it's a big deal when people call you out for being yourself and then not liking certain things that you did. I feel just because if it's something you did and you didn't see anything wrong with it, because that's how you are, and you apologize, then people can say, well, that's a mistake because you are that way, but now that you've been enlightened, you're no longer that way. But when you're a grown, mature person, and you make a calculated decision based off of you wanting to be perceived a certain way, and you end up being deceptive, it just seems a lot more calculated. It leaves a worse taste in people's mouths and makes people not like you. Like, for example, Susan always says that coconut oil clogs pores, and coconut oil isn't so good for the, you know, the skin, and if your skin is very dry. And, yet she's selling products that have coconut oil in them, and she's saying, she says, oh, natural doesn't matter, there's chemicals and everything, and her brand is natural, <laughs> and, you know, she just says a lot of things consistently, so we know that's how she really feels, because she says it all the time, and criticizes anyone who, you know, doesn't agree with that, but then she's selling these products, you know, she's basically selling what everybody else is selling, products with coconut, products like eye cream, um, if she sells a makeup wipe, oh, <laughs> she's never going to hear the end of that, she complains about makeup wipes every day, she hates them, but I don't think she hates eye cream, I think she just doesn't necessarily feel like it works for her, so she doesn't get the point of it, but, um, yeah, she just should have been more transparent, and just ended it as soon as she got the deal. But she got the deal, and it was now her company. She had liked it for a while, but now she's officially a co-founder. That would have been more well-received. And I think she should have also said that, you know, she's a co-founder. She's not the only owner. So they do sell eye cream. She's not someone who's a fan of eye cream, but she doesn't have a strong disdain for it in her life, it just hasn't been helpful, so therefore, she hasn't supported it, but she supports other people using it, I think if she would have said that, just, like, been honest, people would respect that, I think that's what people like about influencers, it just seems so much more honest than a major corporation, you know, um, at least it did. At one point in time, people felt like they could trust an influencer's review better than just seeing something in a commercial. Um, but now things are kind of getting a little muddy and a little gray because people are <laughs> not being honest. Um, but I think what this is a good lesson for other influencers that one of the things that people love about the internet is transparency. And even though people are private in real life, no one wants to tell everything, tell all their business. But when you're on the internet, especially when it comes to business, 
you know, selling something and getting other people's money. You're better off just being honest and not, you know, keeping secrets because as soon as dark can come to light and if you're not honest, people are going to have an issue with what it is that you're doing and you'll never hear the end of it. Because, like I said, I don't think any of this is a big deal, but they're not going to let her live this long. She's going to have to do hear about this from now until the end of time and up until this point she's been pretty unproblematic so I don't think she really wants to deal with that kind of drama and I don't really think that she should have to or that she would have to had she just been honest and not been so stuck up to think oh I don't want people thinking this is an influencer brand this is serious influencer brands are serious everyone's brand is serious I don't know anybody who just sells stuff, just, even people who just put their name on something. That's serious because they're putting their money into it too. And who, how do you, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Most people work hard for their money or even if you inherit it, somebody worked hard for it. You know, and it's a risk when you give up that money to put it into a business. So people, business is serious. And if you want people to think, you know, this is a brand that's well thought out, that's fine. Um, people, you know, that's Susan, she's always explaining things, so I, I, you know, it's a well thought out brand, it's not completely hers, so she doesn't always agree with everything, but everything that's being sold has been researched, and Susan, you know, she could have said, oh, I've learned about coconut oil, and I still don't personally care for it, and not all of our products have it, but there's some people who love it, and there are some of the co-founders who love it, and you know, they care about it, so we're selling it, you know, just be honest, just be transparent, and use the platform that you have, and promote it like that, you don't have to separate yourself from it, especially if you're still going to review it, if you want to separate yourself from it, fine, but just have other influencers review it, don't even talk about it then, if you don't want people to know it's yours, just stay away from it, but if you're going to promote it, on your platform and be transparent about it on your platform and that's a good lesson for people in general to learn um and i think just not to look down upon certain occupations a journalist is no better than a doctor or an esthetician or anybody um again i think with the dr pimple popper thing it's like journalists are always criticizing everybody they criticize politicians doctors an esthetician criticizing a doctor. No, that looks silly, so let me say I'm I'm a journalist. I don't like that kind of stuff. Like, don't try to make yourself look and sound more prestigious than you are or try to make yourself look and sound as prestigious as you are. Like, on the internet, prestige doesn't matter. Like, you can be a 19-year-old kid fresh out of high school with no college degree and become a millionaire in a few months on YouTube if you have the right look and the right personality, unlike any other field. So you don't have to care about prestige. I mean, look at the Kardashians and the Jenners. They were looked down upon as, like, trash, basically, for the longest time. But because of social media and the internet, they've been able to make so much money. And Kanye West and Kris Jenner. (laughs) Kris and Kanye definitely helped a lot, but... Also, the internet really helped them to expand their brand. Without the internet, I don't even think they would have any of the stuff that they have. 
because they're so controversial and they were always perceived as so lowbrow. I don't really think that they would have ever made it to the point, especially Kylie. I don't think they would have made it to the point where they're at now. So that's something that has helped so many people to be successful. I don't think Jeffree Star would have ever been a millionaire without social media. I really truly don't. I don't think any men who wear makeup would have made it without social media. Um, I don't think most of these beauty brands that are out now would be successful without the internet. I think it would have been like Estee Lauder and a lot of these old-fashioned companies that use like these beautiful models that are like the kinds of models from the 90s. Like I think it would have just been Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid. Um, I don't even think Kendall Jenner, no. I think the Hadid's guess, Cindy Lauper's daughter, or not Cindy Lauper, it was her name. Um, the lady with the mole, her daughter, she has that look. I think it would have been that tall, thin look of the 90s that was always popular since forever. That would have been the look, and it just would have been the traditional makeup companies, like, that have always been around for a hundred years. But the internet over the past, like, two decades has really changed the game. And that's something really cool. It's created a lot of money for a lot of people, and you can market yourself for little to no money. And it's not something that I think people should look down upon, or else you end up like Ziara. <laughs> so that's, that's how I see it.